It's not politically correct. It's totally incorrect. You're listening to the Totally Incorrect Podcast with David Holliday. Hello there, and welcome to this new episode of Totally Incorrect, the podcast that looks at history, religion, and culture. I was thinking, I read in the news just um, a few days ago that June the 3rd was the third anniversary of Muhammad Ali passing away, and it made me think about his successes, and even more so, his standing up to the US government over the war in Vietnam. I think that with a potential new war right on the immediate horizon against Iran, um, it's a very topical thing to have a discussion about at the moment. So today's topic is going to be Muhammad Ali, war and patriotism. Let's get started. I actually grew up in a small town in the UK, and for most of my life, Muhammad Ali was looked on as a hero by many people. Personally, I've I've had and still have zero interest in boxing, but Ali was someone that transcended sport and actually became a big part of popular culture. When he really first got into the news was at the Rome Olympics in 1960, when I was actually all of four years old. But it was a big deal. To this day, I swear I can remember my parents being excited about about this guy. And I think one of the reasons was that in the small town where we lived and where I grew up, there were no black people. The only non-white family in the entire town was the family that ran the local Chinese restaurant. And I actually didn't meet a black person of any kind until I was in high school. So I would have been 11 or 12 at that point, where we actually had a teacher who was from Nigeria. So living in my little white ghetto, to see on the television a lot, this famous, brash, self-confident black American guy was really eye-opening. And it was also interesting when he made the transition from Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali. I knew nothing about Islam and the Muslim religion. Every single person that I knew, other than the previously mentioned family at the Chinese restaurant, was at least outwardly part of the Church of England. It wasn't um, a town with a lot of diversity, let's, let's face it. But while Muhammad Ali certainly had a lot of sporting success, for me, his biggest achievement was standing up to the United States with his refusal to fight in the Vietnam War. Obviously, this was a difficult decision for someone like Ali to make, and it's one he took a lot of grief over. He was stripped of his world titles. He lost his boxing licenses, which meant he was unable to earn a living. And he also was, for a while, rather unpopular in the United States and was frequently called a traitor or unpatriotic. So, with America on the verge of forcing itself into yet another foolish war, 
This makes me wonder, what is patriotism? When can you criticize your country? When can you go in a different direction if the country, if what the country wants you to do is obviously incorrect? Since the end of the Second World War, the United States has been involved in a number of very foolhardy and meaningless military actions. None of them could be claimed to be successful. The Korean War was fought to a very messy draw that to this day is not resolved. In Vietnam, the numbers I've seen are anywhere between 200,000 and 250,000 Americans were killed. A lot more were wounded. A lot more were permanently mentally damaged by, by their experience there. And it's also estimated that somewhere between one and two million Vietnamese people died as a direct result of the war. And obviously, it was completely unsuccessful, and it resulted in a heavy defeat for the USA. Moving on to slightly more modern times, the war in Iraq, which was based completely on lies and is judged by most of the world to be illegal, Iraq is less safe today than it was under Saddam Hussein. So again, many, many people killed, mainly innocent civilians in, in Iraq, but the country is in worse shape today than it was under Saddam Hussein. So not exactly a success either. Also, Afghanistan was invaded pretty soon after the terrorist attacks on 9-11. Strangely, the US decided to invade Afghanistan despite the fact the attacks were financed, organized, and facilitated by Saudi Arabia. That hasn't been a success either, to be fair. In Afghanistan, huge number of Afghans are dead, and the basic result is that as soon as the US pulls out, the Taliban will simply take their country back. So we don't have a very good track record of these expeditions into other people's country for what are really trumped up the expression reasons. So here we are today with the odious Trump administration ready to start a war against Iran. Like most of the post-World War II um, military escapades, this one is also based on lies. So far, we've seen the United States accuse Iran of breaking the nuclear treaty, which most other countries claim they were in total compliance with. So that's one excuse. Um, the other one are these false flag expeditions, a technique that's been used for a long, long time through history, really. Quite recently in the 1930s with the German Nazi party dressing up their own soldiers in Polish or Czechoslovakian uniforms and attacking facilities on the border with Germany to use as an excuse for an attack on those countries. The Trump administration really seems to like that false flag idea. There's, it's going on in the Gulf area at the moment, and they've certainly used it, used it in, the, in the past as well. So it's yet another war built completely on falsehoods and lies that's going to cost thousands, if not millions, of lives if the administration finally goes ahead with it. Wouldn't it be better if more people were like Muhammad Ali, prepared to stand up to the government and say, no, this is not right? There is no reason for this. We oppose it. When people in the military should start to stand up and say no. Yes, we should follow orders. But in this case, there is no reason for these types of military adventures to happen 
and we're not going to take part. Rather than the military causing so much suffering in so many countries, if they were to stand up and say, no, we're the Department of Defense, not the Department of Colonization, not the Department of Illegal Occupation of, of other countries. Let's use the Department of Defense to actually defend the United States, which would free up an awful lot of money for some other more important issues. So at the moment, the United States defense budget is bigger than the GDP of many countries. This is at a time where in the U.S. we have declining healthcare quality, shootings every day, and teachers in a, in a rapidly declining educational system, teachers that very often cannot earn a living wage. Surely there's better ways of spending taxpayers' money than on killing people in different countries. The money that's currently used in this bloated defense budget could be used to improve healthcare, to help eradicate poverty, and to help other countries. As a globalist, I really have no interest in nationalism and trying to make one country better, possibly at the expense of others. We're all humans and have an obligation to help everybody. Of course, the God and Country U.S. fraternity will be very happy to see the United States attack another country, especially an Islamic one. I think some of these people could use a reminder that the Crusades finished hundreds of years ago, and the result was actually a resounding defeat for Christianity, and rightly so. Forced patriotism is really just nationalism and is inherently a bad thing. People need to make sure the government and the country they live in is accountable, not just wave the stars and stripes, whatever the government decides to do, no matter how illegal it might be. But unfortunately, people that are prepared to take a stand tend to be attacked as being unpatriotic. It happened to Muhammad Ali. Much more recently, look what happened to Colin Kaepernick, who protested the poor treatment of black communities by kneeling for the national anthem at NFL football games. What a lot of criticism he's had to take for a very dignified protest on an important topic. Needless to say, the NFL would much rather just wave the flags and take in the money. To me, Patriotism isn't supporting your country, regardless of what it does, including creating wars that are both illegal and morally wrong. Patriotism should be making your country the best it can be. That includes making it be the best possible global citizen and making a contribution to human life, not just one small part of it, which is what the Trump administration is intent on doing. So at the time I'm recording this, the situation in Iran remains very tense, with the United States doing everything possible to tempt the Iranians into doing something reckless. Really, the rest of the world should step up at this point and put pressure on the US government to step down from this nonsense. One thing that is for certain is that the United States is in desperate need of a new administration. Oh, and if the government paid more attention to real patriots like Muhammad Ali and Edward Snowden, people who both work to make things better for everyone, the world would be a better place. So thank you very much for listening to this latest edition of Totally Incorrect. There's a lot going on in the world at the moment and lots of things to discuss. So I will be back with a new episode very soon. Take care.